Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jason B. Hello, you beautiful souls. My name is Sheena, and I am a life coach specializing in law of attraction. I want to thank you guys for having me today. I'm so excited to be here on this show. And I want to share with you what it is that I do. As a law of attraction life coach, it's my job to help you on your journey of life. What that means is if you have a goal, I help you reach it. We don't dwell on things that happened in the past. What we do is work on what you want for your future. I have group coaching classes or one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, whichever you prefer. I'm very flexible and I really want to help you get through whatever it is you're going through, whether it's your love life, whether it's you starting a new job or business, or whether you just need to get out of the funk that you're in. I really want to be there for you. So take my hand so I can walk with you on your journey of life. Because as Tony Robbins says, life coaches see things that you don't see. So if you're interested in my services, check me out at divine, D-E-V-I-N-E hyphen, love.com. That's divine-love.com. And if you'd like to follow me on my podcast, it's called Divine Love, Ask, Believe, and Receive. I would love to have you guys follow me over there as well. I can't wait to hear from you. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. And I am your host, Jason B. We are currently live on Spoon. So if you are a new follower on Spoon, you can also find me on Anchor.fm, uh, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, uh, and so many other platforms. I just don't want to think about them all, and especially Spotify. We'll be talking about those links later on in, in the show today. But today we're going to do the daily stoicism. Now, if you don't know what daily stoicism is, daily stoicism is a study of how to get your mind and your action in a correct way so that when you react to people, when you get to people, you are level. You are not emotional. You're not upset. You're using wisdom and good strategies, how to you know, just get through life. Now, it doesn't just apply to business. It doesn't just apply to relationships, but it applies to all different lifestyles. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to do a, not just an intro, but we're going to do this straight through the show. So I, throughout this show today, I am going to be taking comments that I'm going to see live on my screen from Spoon of what people will be saying. But just bear in mind, while I'm doing the reading, please just hold your comments. Let me finish the reading and then I'll give commentary and then I'll also read the comments from the spoon feed as well as what's going on in front of my desk in front of everything else so just we have that disclaimer and just remember if you are under 18 years old on spoon i will kick you more than likely if you are a late teen i'll play it by ear so if you're 15 and up um just as long as you're cool you won't be kicked but if you are 13 14 uh, just be warned. I'm already setting the parameters. I don't deal with bullshit when it comes to making my serious podcast. So anyway, let's get further on to the show and getting going. And today we're doing another reading from the Daily Stoic 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance and the Art of Living by Ryan Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. So today is June 12th. So let me say and greet everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
and hope you all are feeling the vibe to wake up. Yes, get the fuck up, get the out of the bed, make yourself happy, drink your coffee, your water, whatever, your juice of life, whatever you need, get up and feel the vibe of what you can achieve in this day. So here we go, the reading June 12th from the book, and it says, train a trained mind is better than any script. In this way, you must understand how laughable it is to say, tell me what to do. What advice could I possibly give? No, a far better request is train my mind to adapt to any circumstance, dot, dot, dot. In this way, circumstances take you off a script. You won't be desperate, what is it, desperate for a new prompting by Epidus Discourse 2.2.20B through one and 24b minus 25a so that's like the reference where you can read this stuff anyhow but the writer he basically says it would be nice if someone could just show us exactly what to do in every situation indeed this is what we spend a good portion of our lives doing preparing for this study for that saving for our anticipating some of arbitrary point in the future but plans as in the boxer mike tyson pointed out last only until you punched in the face stoics do not seek to have an answer for every question or plan for every contingency yet they're also not worried why because they have the confidence that they'll be able to adapt and change with the circumstances instead of looking for instructions they cultivate skills like creativity independence self-confidence ingenuity and the ability to problem solve in the way that they are resilient instead of rigid we can practice the same today we will focus on the strategic rather than the tactical we all remind ourselves that it is better to be taught than simply given and better to be flexible than to stick to a script. Okay, so that is the end of the reading itself. So I don't know who's still in the room uh, on Spoon. So I'm going to give my little commentary on what I just read exactly. So what that's basically saying is a lot of times people feel like they got to find their purpose, right? They got to feel like they, they got to find some kind of self-worth in something that they drive themselves. But here's the problem. Because we have so many options of things to do, especially in the United States and other uh, free democratic nations, because we have so many options, the options can be endless and our focus can go 23 ways to Sunday, if you want to call it that. It can go so many different ways that it can be so confusing. How do you really focus on, for example, a family, love, relationships with friends, or even business? What if you're working for a place that's counterproductive to who you are? Many people do accept those kinds of jobs, but it's what you do with what you have is the most important aspect. Training your mind of how to deal with situations. So say like um, when somebody's just giving you a bunch of shit, right? Someone's acting out of control and we see it constantly. When someone's acting out of control, we have to look at the aspect of why are they out of control? Am I a result of that control or am I an element of influence on, in their, their out of control behavior? But through your careful 
strategic ways you can help guide the situation to work for you and work for them. But just remember, you can't be selfish in the way that it's going. That's the important fact to remember. If you don't remember, like when you were a kid and your parents were telling you, Johnny, don't play with that, and you got hurt because you kept on playing with that, that's a sign of what we all go through on a daily basis. And that's also the process of learning. So after Johnny gets hurt, he remembers, okay, the hammer causes pain. I'm not going to swing the hammer at my hand. Keaton, I mean, just as an example, you know, and being a father, I'm an influencer on three wonderful girls. My, my daughters are amazing human beings and I've not always been the best dad, but I've tried to work with exactly what I have. So as I've learned to be about being self-control, they learn self-control as well. And you know what? They're not the ones easily to get in a fight. They're not the ones easily to backtalk. And what I've noticed lately when I go out, I see kids screaming, yelling at their parents, even hitting them. And for what and for why? It's because it's they're not thinking or they're not being trained that maybe my emotional control is better than my physical response. And that's something that's taught from early on. So a two-year-old's not going to understand that. But a two-year-old, instead of you hitting or yelling them, yelling at them, you know, the way I handle my two-year-old is I raise my voice slightly for a brief moment. It's a brief shock. She understands that dad is not happy with what I just did. So my daughter feels that shame. And it's like it takes repetition to learn about what shame can do for you as well as against you. Now, people use shame in all kinds of different aspects. They will use it to benefit off you. They will use to gain leverage against you. But when shame is used properly, and that's the big thing is when is it proper? When it's used properly, it helps you avoid certain circumstances or decisions. So um, in the last couple of days, I've been involved with giving people advice about a little bit about health and relationships. And one of the common themes is, is like, why doesn't my partner realize what I'm going through is more important than to have to go figure out your bullshit, right? You know, and that's where it's a symbol to you to understand that what you have to practice in your life is more important than what's in their life, right? It's more important than you fixing their issue because how can you really fix anyone else's issues? You can't, you can assist them in giving a different perspective. You can check them and say, Hey, you're getting out of line right now. You know? And if they adhere to it, like, Oh my bad, I'm sorry. Then, then it served its purpose. But when you check them and they counter argue and give you an excuse why your check on them is not real then it becomes a problem because then it becomes a, a defense of this or that tit for tat. And who cares about that? Because at the end of the day, you cared enough to give them uh, a morsel, a mental morsel of something that's going to be good for them. But not every morsel is good. And sometimes we have to go through those challenges. And I think that's really what the, the theme of the day is. You know, the theme of the day is, is, um, you know, you don't need to be desperate for an answer. Sometimes people just need to chill. I was talking to a new friend on Spoon and I was giving her advice and I'm like, and she was just kind of like telling me about, about she needed space. She needed space from her boyfriend, right? For example. And, um, and while she was explaining her story, she was also explaining her, her compromise, her, her complacency through compromise. And she wasn't happy because whenever she tried to tell him what was wrong, 
he would turn around her like, what's wrong? You need to do this. You need to do that. It wasn't, she didn't need to hear that. What she needed, what she was saying to her partner was, look, recognize my struggle. My obstacle is important for me to fix myself. And that's, that's kind of like goes back to, um, you know, the quote, if you misunderstand, you know, what, what advice should I take? What, what should I do when you seek someone else's advice? Just keep in mind, are they a qualified individual? Are they an individual that lives the best, most upstanding life they can? That doesn't mean they're perfect. That just basically means that they have time to have been through the experience and they're sharing the experience of maybe you can avoid that mistake or learn through that mistake as they're going through their own. So when people are trying to find what is my purpose in life, my question is, what are your purposes? Because you're going to have a multitude. Now I'm 47. So I, I basically, I explain things in a roundabout way that applies to everyone. So it doesn't matter whether you're young or old. I talk to young people. I talk to old people. I get my information and my input from a variety of sources. And I basically deliberate slow. You know, I, I take a perspective, like take your time, realize what you got, how you got it and how can you share it? Now that's the thing is, is who really wants to share? Not many people really do want to share in essence. So, uh, one of my followers, babe says, okay, well, <coughs> excuse me. Okay, babe. So I'm going to ask you a question and for my anchor listeners, you may not be able to, they're not going to hear you, but I'll read off your comments. So what I just said, how could you apply it in today's action? Like, is there something that, that's going on with you where, you know, you would love to have advice, but you know that you got to find the, your own answer for whatever the thing is. So that's while she's doing that. And if she answers, I'd be grateful or any other listeners that may be, or may not still be in the room. So going forward, I'm um, give me just a moment. I'm going to take a brief drink of water. Anyhow, so getting back and we'll wait for her response. I'll give you an example of my own. So last night I went to dinner and something was confronting me. And it wasn't until the end of the meal is when it happened. And the other person was losing their shit, so to speak, about something that my daughter was doing. Like my daughter has now gone under the thought process that she is gluten intolerant, right? And she's been saying it all week, but yet she went and ordered a calzone. Now, my daughter, okay, well, that's fine. You don't have to say, baby. It was just an optional question. So just remember, when I say any question out there is an option to answer, and if you don't answer, it's quite all right, okay? I don't hold it against anyway. Getting back to my story. So my daughter ordered a calzone. And she's gluten intolerant. Now, I, before my daughter had ordered, I gave her options. You can order a steak, you can order a fish, you can order a chicken. My daughter didn't really necessarily like the food at the restaurant per se because of her experiences before. So I chose, even though I'm gluten intolerant, I wanted a margarita pizza. It's very simple, um, just cheese, tomatoes, some basil, <coughs> and some marinara sauce. I didn't want any proteins or meats. So my daughter decides, I don't want anything on this menu. I'll just get a calzone. Now the calzone was huge enough, probably for four people really to share. And it was packed full of just, I'll just say garbage. 
you know, a bunch of processed foods. And I warned her, I said, Hey, you know, and the other person that was with us at dinner, and I don't really want to, you know, expose them because it's just not important, but the behavior I will. So at dinner, we were talking and they were feeling sick and they didn't like it. So it came to the bill and the waitress brought out the bill and I don't know. I kind of had a brief lapse of judgment and I just said, you know what? Can you take this away? Um, my daughter's not really feeling too good. She's a, li- a little gluten intolerant and she just didn't want, and I, maybe I over explained the position, right? So the other person at dinner decided to say some things that were inappropriate and may, and really made my daughter feel bad. And I'm just like looking at them. Like I'm shocked, you know, like, I think that you're commenting in a place to a child that you're an adult and maybe you shouldn't be saying anything like that right now. So what my response was, was like, look, I am head of this table. I will be paying for the food life. Davish, this son, how you doing? Um, So anyway, going on with the story. So I explained to him, look, this is the decision I'm making. We can discuss this in private if you wish. We can talk about things later on, but I'm not going to discuss it in front of my daughter. You know, I'm not going to debate this issue. If we want to talk about it, I think it's best to us to talk about it as adults in private. And the person decided to get pissed off. Now, it was one of the first times that I recognized that I was calm. No matter what the situation was, I was I was chill, right? And it, it bothered me, you know, and through the whole dinner, I noticed my 12-year-old was just giving attitude. Now, it's kind of understandable that a 12-year-old going into becoming a teenager is just going to give you shit. But it's like the conscious choice of her choices led to the other person not being comfortable and they and the other person wants the best for me they're seeing that a little girl is trying to play me but i'm not playing them you know i'm not playing their game i am dad i am making the decision as head of this table that whatever happens we are not going to expose our emotions our behaviors to the outside world for other people to draw their eyes and look at a scene so what ended up happening was uh, the, the other person, the adult decided to leave the table. They, they stomped off, walked off, whatever. And that was their decision to do that. And so, you know, the manager came out and I just basically said, I am going to pay for every single thing on that I had ordered and do not try to talk me out of it. There's nothing wrong with the food. There's nothing wrong with the experience of the waitress. She's been great. And I thoroughly explained it, but what did I do to contribute to the situation? I opened my mouth saying to the waitress that my daughter was gluten intolerant, that I basically pointed out there was a problem and she took it without fully listening and felt like this is a crisis that I need to fix right here, right now, right? So what ended up happening was, like I said, the other person walked away and I was like, I'm not going to address their behavior right now, not on an emotional unbalanced place. And my daughter started crying at the table. And I basically said, Brian, how are you doing? Um, I basically told my daughter that, you know what, sweetheart, you had a choice. You made it. You chose to defy what would have kept you from being in pain and not, not feeling good about your choice. And you chose to defy it. You did. You kind of followed my lead, even though I'm gluten intolerant. I shouldn't have been eating pizza, but that's what I wanted. 
And I knew the consequences if I felt bad, you know, bottom line, what it was going to do. So for the other person to point out my daughter's behavior, this is just food for thought. Anyone who ever becomes a parent or a co-parent of somebody else's kid. Remember, the parent of that child has the primary authority and the best thing you can do is support them. Now, if a kid is really acting up and get out of hand, yeah, sometimes in special circumstances, point out the error because sometimes they need to be checked because children automatically, they know that they have some kind of entitlement to their, to their mom or to their dad about how they act. They know that, you know, you're just going to be in a certain way. So at the end of the day, um, I talked to this person, you know, in private and I said, why did you lose your shit over this? This was an experience to teach my daughter of her own choices without you telling her what's wrong. And their explanation was, well, you know, you embarrass things. You brought unnecessary attention to bringing the manager out. And I'm like, at the end of the day, how was it resolved? How was it treated? I told the manager exactly. I'm going to pay for everything and I'm not going to take any discounts. And it will thoroughly upset me if done, done. So the manager and owner decided to say, you know what, Jason, that's thank you very much. Thank you for letting us know. See, I created the pathway to keep my emotions calm, even though the other person who walked out on me pissed me off inside and hurt me, you know, with, with their, their reaction. Are they any better? Not necessarily. Are they any worse? Not necessarily, but is an opportunity to learn. Now, this is where it applies. Like when we're asking, you know, what could I possibly do in a circumstance? You know, what advice could I really give? Now, I've already kind of given it. Before you react or speak, count five, four, three, two, one. This is a check to put you in the present to make you think about your decision before you speak. And if you think about that, you can count it slowly in yourself in any circumstance. It gives you a moment to resolve. Keyword, resolve the emotion, resolve the situation. Maybe I need to take a step back. Okay, he's handling it. I trust him. That's what the other person could have thought. And I point, I did point it out to them later in another discussion with them. And they were still upset. They were still emotionally unrest. And I'm like, if you're emotionally unrest, take the night off, chill, do whatever you've got to do. And we can speak about this another day. Now, normally I'm the kind of guy that I'll deal with the problem right fucking there and now. But what has that ever gotten me? I'll tell you what it's gotten me. It's gotten me misunderstood. It's got me in bad relationships and bad breakups. That's, that's number one. Number two, it has left a sour taste in people's mouths of how I reacted. So just be in front and like, you're trying to be strong. Um, I think it's really a matter of not just being strong, but it's a being a matter of, you know, I trust that person to handle things in crisis. So when you got bigger problems, say like someone got cut or someone is, uh, someone just got hit by a car. Are you going to be able to, are you going to scream and yell and run off like call 911? Or are you going to try to use a little bit of what's ca called common sense or common knowledge? Like, let me isolate the person. Let me support their body. Let me do this or that. Right? Because the more that you irrationally act in a crisis situation, the more you are going to make the situation worse. And that's a fact. 
That is a big fact. So the lesson of the day is, is like, be mindful of all your words. And sometimes seeking advice, yes, is important. But just remember that you're seeking under a qualified circumstance and situation. You're looking for the purpose that you can resolve so that the next time the situation comes up, you can adequately treat it and help that person grow. Now, that's something that most people forget. They forget that what your participation can greatly influence and help somebody greatly, right? That's something really to think about. So when you when you say you got to stand up for your shit, this doesn't mean you need to go dress up for battle and be like a glider. Oh, I'm going to go beat you, beat the fuck out of you or beat, beat you up. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about, all right, I'm the CEO of my company. My CEO company is Good Vibes of Jason B, A Broad Minds and More. That is my brand. That's what I represent. And my family are representatives of me. Now, if I overreact every single time something happens, What's going to set them up for when they join somebody else's brand? My kids and my daughters marry some guy. Are they going to marry some guy that's irrational? Or somebody who's going to be like, look, I'm checking you. So when shit hits the fan, are you going to be able to handle it like my dad? Not everyone's perfect, though. That's what our, our defense mechanism says. I'm not perfect. So anyway, to wrap this session up, I want you to go away with thinking what can I better do for today that will greatly affect tomorrow? So I'm going to end my spoon live and I'm going to focus on my anchor, um, <coughs> my anchor podcast. So good vibes of Jason B a broad minds and more is a very Im impactful, uh, anchor, um, platform or, a, a, a podcast on the platform. And I use it to not just vent, but to share my wisdom and give. And there have been many people who have given back to me. All you listeners who are out there listening to me on Spotify, li listening to me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Cast, um, CastBox, whatever platform you're listening, you have found the time to listen to me. And I want to give you a perspective, a true perspective on how you can go forward, keyword, forward with things and if you really can go forward and you've learned something off me then i am so pleased i'm so elated because i've served another purpose in my life many people have given me wisdom and even checked me at a time you know what i'm saying like they've given me a moment to say you know what um you're important and wow i learned from this i've learned from so many different people from so many different things and I'll tell you what, I'm twice the man as I've ever been, and I'm a lot happier because of it. Now, for all my listeners, if you understand what, what this is going through, maybe this can teach you, maybe this can benefit you. So at the end of the day, I want you just to go away with the best perspective possible. Well, that's all the time I have for Good Vibes at Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. If you stay tuned, or actually, you know what, before this, I'm going to add my good friend's uh, Sheena Diane live coaching. So if you need a live coach using the laws of attraction, my, I'm going to put up her commercial. Again, it's Sheena Diane. Um, what is it? Um, was it ask, seek and receive, you know, and she's got great services. So let me just give her that shout out. And also thank you PDE for the new intro. 
I'm loving the vibe. I'm loving the beats. And we, me and PDE are going to have to collab because we got some things to talk about. So there's maybe those episodes you might be listening to here on anchor.fm as well as spoon. And I just thank you again. So I'm going to leave my contact information on IG and my personal email. So if you have any questions exactly from my podcast, or you want to be a participant, you want to be a guest on the show, you can write me or find me on IG. Um, I will provide a website later on. Uh, It is under construction right now. And once I get it done, you're going to see such more avenues to connect and be a part of this, this platform. Anyhow, thank you all for the time of the day. And I hope you go throughout this Friday achieving your best things possible. And remember, keep check of your emotions, because if you lose check of your emotions, someone else has control of you. Well, that's all the time. Have a great day.